Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wielander of Upstream on the Fly. How you doing, Greg? Well, hi Marvin, I'm doing great, and, and the fish seem to be doing well too. Well, that's good, because the, the hurricane ripped through here and uh, dumped a lot of water, so things are just starting to get back to normal in the mid-Atlantic. Uh, I hate to hear that, you know. Um, water in Texas in the fall is, is not a good thing. It, it really ruins the fall fishing. So we've not had the hurricanes or the high high amount of rain. So we've been lucky and um, been able to get on the river and, and, and get some fishing in. So, um, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're a couple, couple days into the month of November and um, October had finished off with some some of our coolest weather here in Central Texas for, for the fall year timeline and um, we had our strong cold front back on Monday October 26th and I was actually out on the water guiding a couple females uh, anglers that day um, but they but they knew the weather was going to change so everybody was prepared um, but our temperatures they've been in the been in the 50s for highs and kind of been working up in the 60s and uh, currently we're, we're seeing some 70s with with a forecasted 80s coming up in another handful of days. Um, our overnight low temperatures, which is a key thing this time of year, had um, been running in the 40s, but we have hit the upper 30s um, in some of the outlying areas. So the water temperatures needed a little, you know, a little bit of uh, cooling, and it definitely has happened. But like no rain, the rain's coming out your way, Marvin. So we haven't had the rain to muddy up the waters, and that's a good thing. We're having uh, clear water. So in today's fishing report, I'm just going to be talking about the lower Colorado, which is east of Austin, Texas. And uh, that's that's the only water that I'm currently guiding on. And uh, reasons for that is because the river is, is, is in ideal conditions right now. So your, uh, your bigger bass are, are out there in that river. So that's where I'm spending my time. And uh, let's talk about the loco, which um, has been perfect in regards to the river flow. You know, the flows coming out of the dam has not been a lot. You know, we've been running around 190 to 200 CFS at most. Um, and the water clarity is is very good for that river. And that's as a result of it not having the rain. And fall fishing has been strong on the, on the loco. Um, the fish are still responding the top waters on, on the warmer days and, or later in the afternoon on, on the cooler starts that we've been experiencing in the mornings. But the, uh, the subsurface streamer bite has, has been the strongest. Um, you know, my clients are still catching more Guadalupe bass than largemouth bass right now. And I'm, I'm starting to see bigger Guadalupe bass, um, which is a result of the, of the cooler weather we've had um, over the last week. You know, um, one of my clients had caught um, a couple big channel catfish. I mean, we're talking one after the other, and both of these fish were were in the five pound class weight. Um, but the interesting thing about the catfish is they were they were caught out of the same spot on back to back casts. And you know, after landing the first one, it was a female angler. She hooked up with a second one and she just immediately knew it had to be another catfish because, you know, it, it didn't come flying out of the water like a bass would. And 
she had her seven weight bend over and uh i thought for a few minutes i was gonna have to get up and, and grab the rod and help her out because i think she was tired of messing with uh with those river cats they 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 do put up a fight um and uh, you know the, the reason i had mentioned that was um i'd been talking about you know the strong cold front that had come in uh, back on monday october 26th well it was about 12.35 p.m. in the afternoon, to, to be exact, um, and um, fishing had improved. It actually started getting better for the next three hours. And, um, you know, then then after after that, it was like all, all we wanted to do was, was make it to the truck and, and, and get out of the, you know, the environment. You know, we had, had strong winds and dropping temperatures and... Um, we did have all the apparel. We were we were dressed, um, but it just started wearing on us. And you know, when I got into the truck on that Monday afternoon, it was about fifty-two degrees, and uh, the wind was out of the north at twenty. So it felt, you know, it was in the low forties as far as wind chill go. And you know, we started that day out in the eighties, um, just a, you know, just a couple, two, three hours earlier. And um, you know, this you know this time of year. It's very important, you know, for all the listeners out there to be prepared for, for your weather changes. Um, you know, always have layering, you know, bring your, your, your rain jacket, bring your, uh, winter outerwear jacket and, uh, you know, have a couple layers, whether it's a fleece vest or, you know, or a heavy flannel shirt, because, um, when the weather changes and you're out on the river, it could, it can make for a cold, uh, cold afternoon or, or even morning. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's funny you say that because I think this time of year is always the uh, the toughest gear time because you always end up carrying the most stuff with you because you don't know what you're going to get on the water. You know what? That's exactly right, Marvin. You know, with you know being in fly fishing, a lot of us are, are gearheads or, or, or oriented to stuff, right? And um, I always have my rain jacket. You know, I've always got a kind of a midweight um, outerwear. And then I'll have a fleece vest of sorts and, um, and I'll layer up, but there's days that, you know, I bring all this stuff and kind of wish I had worn shorts in the day, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about tips and techniques about the Colorado river right now. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, streamers are, are strong for sure. Um, and it's all about shad and crayfish. Um, for, for your subsurface fly patterns, you know, and that can be, I mean, bass aren't picky, um, you know, big deceivers, you know, I, I like tying a fly called the bushwhacker. Um, and you know, then there's, you know, the lunch monies, the murder minnows, the little micro game changers, you know, all those flies are all working. I say evenly, you know, on the same keel. I mean, there's not one better than the other, but, but the key I've, I've noticed is there's got to be white in this pattern. So um, as long as it's got a white belly and, you know, it could be chartreuse or olive or gray on the back, um, that doesn't really matter as much. But as long as you've got white, it seems to be working. And that's for your shad patterns. Um, you know, the uh, the crayfish pattern is, is also strong right now. And, and that's, you know, your variations of orange, okay? Um whether it's burnt orange or um, bright orange, and uh, doesn't seem to matter. It's you know that that's that's on the the bass's menu right now. Um, 
And, you know, we're, you know, we're using seven and eight weight fly rods. So we're able to throw the bigger fly patterns. Um, you know, basically hook sizes one on down to size two. So, uh, the thing about a bass is they got a big mouth. So you don't need to be going with small little hooks. Um, and we still have a topwater bite. You know, the topwater bite has kind of shifted more into the afternoon since we've had cooler starts in the morning and, you know, standard, you know, double barrel poppers, you know, on a size two hook or, um, have been working well. Um, you know, one of my favorite patterns that, um, is no longer professionally tied and that's called pucker lips. Um, pucker lips was a, a uncle fly that mimicked a, uh, a bait fish of sorts and, um, it didn't have the, the deeper, pop sound as say you know your double barrel it had more of a of a spitting action so on some days that that was what was wanted from from fish but um you know your poppers anything from a one-aught down to size four you know gear hair sliders um are all working in the uh, warmer times of the day and you know in the warmer afternoons so there we have it marvin a, a great start to november in the texas hill country well, that's awesome. And you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. If you'll email them to us or send them to us on our Instagram or our Facebook page, if we read your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you're going to get into a drawing for some cool stuff from Greg at the end of the season. And uh, Greg, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you this fall? Well, sure. You can go to my website, which is upstreamonthefly.com. And you can find me on social media, both on Instagram and Facebook under Upstream on the Fly. Well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself. November is a great month to get on the water in the hill country. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Greg. Tight lines, Marvin.